everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 360. And uh, it's, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast this time. I'm not going to do a lot of wacky characters, nor am I going to do the uh, sing-songy comedic voice that I usually use <laughs> on the podcast. Basically, this is what my speaking voice sounds like when I'm not doing that. And I just wanted to talk to you about a little something different than I normally would. Um, I just want to talk about long-term thinking. You know, um, sometimes you get in the middle of things and even if it absolutely sucks, you wind up just kind of sticking it out. And on episode 360, which is what this one is, number 360, I want to talk about that. You know, a lot of times we tend to think uh, on the short term, you know, we make rash decisions, you know, and sometimes making a quick decision is fine. You know, uh, you know, say for the sake of argument, a car is coming toward you. And that particular time, you don't want to take time to make the decision to get out of the way. You don't want to go, well, it's a small car. It'll probably just break my legs if it breaks. Hmm. But then again, I don't want my leg. Well, it's kind of closing in here. Uh, ah! And you get hit. No, you want to get out of the way quickly. And sometimes you do want to take a long time to make a decision whether to change the circumstance. You know, uh, there was a time earlier on where I wanted to, where I was considering not doing this podcast anymore. Um, and I thought better of it. I gave it a long, if I was going to be impulsive, I would have just stopped doing it and just said, screw it and just gone about my business. But I had to think long term on it. And I realized I was just kind of burned out and just needed a little, needed like a week or so to do something else and clear my mind and then come back and take care of business. But that's the thing. That's one of the reasons I started to think in terms of the fact that we need to think long term. What are the consequences of the things that we're going to do? Or the consequences of the things we don't do. Right. Sometimes you jump out of a marriage or a relationship because it's a rocky period and you don't realize it's a rocky period. And then when the relationship is damaged because of the breakup, you realize you made a big mistake. But there's a flip side to that, too. Right. Those are the ones where you stay in where you should really get out. You know, I've been in a couple of those and I've and roughly a little bit more than half the time I was the one that pulled the plug on. And if the other person pulled the plug, if she pulled the plug, you know, it wasn't like I felt the loss it was like, you know what? OK, you know what I'm talking about. You've been there before. You know what I'm talking about. You're in a relationship with someone. You've been with them for quite a while and you realize you're not happy you kind of it's kind of a dull level of misery in that particular relationship a dull level of misery you don't know you, i mean you're so used to being miserable you think of it as part of you you know like if you're the kind of person that has a bad back right you figure out ways to work around the bad back you know maybe you don't have enough money to pay for whatever therapy you need or it's going to or the or the therapies in the future or you're thinking screw it i'll get around i'm not spending that kind of money and all of a sudden you become bill plus bad back your bad back bill everybody knows you got a bad back so much so that there are times when they want to do something move something twist something they don't even ask you because they know your bad back bill and they know better than to call bad back bill because bill's got a bad back thus that's why they call him Bad Back Bill. That's how nicknames work. So you're in the house and you're miserable as all get out. And you don't even realize you're miserable. It's just so normal to be miserable. It's normal to not feel good, right? 
And every once in a while, you become aware of your circumstance and it'll be something really stupid, something. I'll give you an example. You're in the house and you're sitting there miserable with your miserable spouse or your miserable significant other, right? And your miserable spouse tells you to get your miserable butt out and go to the store and get some food to eat so you can sit there and be fed and miserable, right? So you get up, you walk out of the house, you're looking miserable. Why? Because you're miserable. You walk down the steps. It's a bright sunny day to other people. Not to you. Why? Because you're miserable. Then what happens? You get in the car. You turn on the engine. And you're starting to feel kind of good. You, and it's a foreign feeling to you all of a sudden. You're going, what is this good feeling? I don't, I don't, I'm not used to this. This is, this feels foreign to me. You start the car up and you start driving away and you get about five minutes away from your house. You look in the rear view mirror and you see that you don't have your normal customary. My life is miserable scowl. Oh, no, it's just a neutral face. Now you're 10 minutes away from the house. Your music is on. You're singing the songs that you like. Well, you're not really singing the songs. You know, when you're in the car and you're kind of singing the songs, you like very, very, you move your mouth just a little bit, you know, to you're kind of mini mouthing the words of the song, but you're enjoying the process. You look in the mirror, a rear view mirror, and you're not even paying attention to the fact that somebody's tailgating you. You're looking at your face and you realize you have a smiley, smiley, smile. Is that a smile on your face? Hmm. Your mouth actually starting to hurt because your smile muscles are weak. Why? Cause you don't use them that much. Why? Cause you're miserable. You get to the fast food place, you're in a great mood, you're walking to the fast food place, right? You're in line with some people and everybody's laughing and joking and having a good time. The people behind the counter are pleasant, people who actually seem like they want to be there. You do your stupid dad jokes or your middle-aged jokes or whatever age you are jokes. The person behind the counter thinks it's funny. The people in the line thinks it's funny. You're having a great time back and forth. You're smiling and you kind of walk out of the restaurant with the bags in your hand. And you realize as you're looking at the reflection in the door of the fast food place not only are you smiling but you're walking the way you used to walk it's almost as if you're looking at your reflection in the door and that reflection is a portal to your past that reflection is a time machine it sees you 10 years ago when walking happy and looking happy and being happy was normal it's almost as if somebody is giving you a quick vacation, you know, and you walk back to your car, you get into your car, you put the bags in the passenger seat. And all of a sudden you're heading back to the house. You're 10 minutes away and the smile is gone. You're back to neutral face. You're five minutes away and you can feel the scowl coming back and you can actually see the happiness ooze from your body like it's some kind of spirit. And it's waving at you and saying goodbye as it floats off because it's gone. It knows it was only visiting. It's like a relative that you only see every few years and then you'll walk back into the house and the light and airy feeling you felt is gone now you feel that weight vest of misery on you again 
and you put the bags on the table, right? And she sees the bags and she looks at, I know you messed up, didn't you? You probably got the wrong stuff. You always messing up. You always mess up. As it turns out, you did not mess up. You did not make a mistake. You, in fact, you haven't made a mistake when you've gone out to get the fast food in such a long period of time. You're confused as to why she's even bringing it up. Right. She then looks into the bag and realize you didn't make a mistake. And instead of laughing it off and saying she's sorry, she walks into the other room looking at you as if you had made a mistake because being miserable and looking at you with a face of misery is so normal. She can't do anything else. Now, half of my audience is women. And I know what you're thinking. S. Anthony, why are you saying this? Are you saying it's only men can be miserable in marriage? No. The only reason I'm using a man as an example is because I am a man and I date women. If I was a lady, I would use it would be the lady getting in the car and seeing herself bounce out of the supermarket, out of the uh, fast food place happy and seeing her look 10 years younger in the window because she's happy now and having to go back to his miserable butt. I just happen to be uh, gender specific because I'm the gender I'm talking about. So don't think I'm hammering you ladies. This is ju I just use that as an example because I'm a guy. If I was like I said, if I was a lady, I would do exactly. I'd be saying exactly the same things from a female perspective. Back to what I was saying. Right. So you're in that situation. It's just miserable. Have you ever been in that same situation and you've gone someplace and something light and funny happened? You had a great experience outside of the house. Something wonderful happened and you have this bubble of happiness that wants to come up to the surface and you want to spread that bubble of happiness to the people in the house. Right. And then under normal circumstances, you would go into a place where everybody was feeling tension. Maybe the boardroom, maybe a group of friends, maybe someplace else. You tell a little light story about what happened at the place and everybody would laugh. Ah, ha, 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 ha. What a funny story. Thanks for sharing that, Bill. But not in this place. You open the bubble. Hey, here's some funny stuff that happened. And they just look at you like, shut up, punk. Sit down and shut up. We're over here being miserable, which is our normal state. You take that happiness and get it the hell out of here. And that's what your daily existence is like in the relationship. It's another instance where you have to think long term. It's like, I'm going to be alive another 60 years. Do I want to be alive like this for 60 more years? Of course you don't. You have to figure out a way either to fix this and make it more healthy or get the hell out because you have to think long term. Your life could be just like this. You remembered what it was like to be happy. You came back and you were forced back into misery. You got to think long term. You got to start right now and think, oh, what do I want my next 60 years to be like? Or whatever amount of time you have left. What do I want it to be like? Not like this. You know what I'm talking about. You see examples of somebody making really stupid, impulsive, damaging decisions all the time. All you got to do is watch the news. And I'm not even talking about politics. I'm talking about Wall Street. Right. Disney just came out uh, or is going to come out in the end of the year sometime with their own streaming service. It's not even up and running yet. And what happened? Wall Street panicked and the Netflix stock lost eight million dollars. I'm sorry, eight billion dollars or whatever it was. For something that didn't even happen yet. For all you know, that thing could come out and bomb its butt off. And then you would have done that for nothing. Because they're thinking short term. Oh, something happened right now. Oh, the world is crashing. 
People like Warren Buffett don't think that way. They think long term. They're like, yeah, it went down, but it'll go back up. Uh, it's fine. Lost a little bit of value, but it'll be right back up. They'll do something. That's why he's got all that money. That's why these other people who are day trading and, oh, something happened for three seconds. I've got to do that. That's why they're all sitting there with, with the, uh, eating, taking high blood pressure medication <laughs> and getting divorced because they can't handle the stress because they're thinking about right now, right now, right now and making impulsive, stupid decisions. It's amazing how many times and how much people do not think long term. I remember running into a younger guy that I knew. I'm not going to identify him because he I don't really I don't know what happened to him. Uh, but back in the this is back when I ran into him and I knew him when he was younger. And he was one of those guys who was really, really smart. You know, you know, you ever see someone who just you look at them and you could tell that there's something special about them, that they're really going to just tear the world up. It doesn't even necessarily mean they're going to be the most famous person. They're going to be the next Elon Musk or anything like that. But you just get the feeling that this is going to be a highly productive member of society. Just say for the sake of argument, you're a doctor or a doctor at a hospital, not famous at all. The only people that know who this person is, is their patients and people that work in a hospital and things of that nature. They're not a famous person, but they're a highly productive member of society that you can be proud of and this kid had all the earmarks of that then again so did i and i'm doing this crap <laughs> anyway <laughs> okay so i run across this kid and he sees me and i see him but he doesn't see me and i grew up in the hood too so i'm looking at him and i'm going oh and i see who he's hanging out with and i know the people he's hanging out with and i'm going oh no right Pleasant enough to be around, but they make really bad decisions, really bad decisions. And now he's hanging out with him. Oh, no. And then I see him and I'm like, oh, I can see what he's doing. And I'm I'm kind of embarrassed and ashamed because of how, you know, and I can't judge him because I don't know what his circumstances are. I can judge what he's doing. And I think what he's doing is wrong. I'm not going to get into specifics, but I think you get the point. Right. And I'm going, oh, dude, really? Right. And I'm trying to figure out a way to walk because I have to go past this guy to get to my car, you know, and I'm like, oh, and I'm not going to walk 12 blocks out of the way um, just to walk around. I, I, I got to be and there's a lot of people walking around. So there's got to be a way for me to walk past this guy so he doesn't see me. And I, uh, so I'm walking around trying to get past this cat. And I can see at the corner of my eye that he sees me and he knows that I know what he was and what he should be doing. And I look back and I take a quick peek over and I can see he has the I am ashamed of myself body language. He's trying to hide his face because he doesn't want to catch my gaze, knowing that I, I wouldn't say anything to him. But he'd see the look on my face like, why, bro? Why you? Oh, so I'm trying to walk past. I'm trying to avoid him. He's trying to avoid me. We're right next to each other. It's getting really close to the point where I can get past him where he can't see me and I can't see him and we can pretend this never happened. But have you ever watched a movie where there's a guy in a store trying to avoid someone else? Maybe he's trying to avoid an ex-girlfriend or trying to avoid his boss because he should be at work and he's at the market and he's doing something and he's trying to cut around to another aisle so he doesn't see the boss or the lady doesn't see him. And there's a guy buffing the floor. He slips, knocks over a tray of vegetables and fruit and everybody turns around. Who did that? And one of the people that turns around the season is the person he's trying to avoid. And now it's 
too late. He has to talk to that person. It was kind of like that. I'm walking by. Somebody's in the store that he's standing in front of. They get into a little bit of a tussle. And one guy kind of falls into him and knocks him into me. It's kind of hard to walk past someone and pretend like they don't see you when they basically you're damn near bump foreheads. Hey, Mr. Thomas, how's it going? Hey, buddy, what's going on? And it's very obvious what's going on, right? His two friends that are with him are like, oh, crap. And they walk away really quickly, right? And we're talking and he's, you know, trying to change the subject. So, uh, yeah, you're uh uh, comedy and you comedy stuff and comedy right yeah i said yeah how you doing oh uh, you know uh, i said dude I, I dude i'm from this neighborhood i know what the hell you're doing what's wrong with you man come on man and i felt okay talking to him about it because his boys had walked off like what are you doing bro you know da, 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 da. and I, I basically old guide him you know when your uncle gives you good advice but you don't want to hear it i, I old guy uncled him right and he's like yeah i know man but i gotta get this money man and i'm trying to like dude you still i said before you get in too deep man you gotta you still got a chance right now to get the heck out and use that brain bro you got that you got a your brain is, is like a, a higher functioning battery than most people bro you have the opportunity to did get but you're not gonna get this money man but you get the money the money you get the money and the money and all in the money and I said to him, I said, look, dude, do you have any idea what the best case and the worst case scenarios for you are? The best case scenario for you, my friends. Well, not even talk about the best case scenario for you. I'm going to talk about the best case scenario for me and what I do and the best case scenario for you. Best case scenario for me is I become Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle or something like that. Worst case scenario for me is I wind up being. Uh, just a guy who loves what he does and makes a good living doing what he loves. Do you know what the best and the worst case scenario for you is? Best case scenario, you make it to 30 and go to jail. Worst case scenario, you get your face blown off this week. Those are the best and worst case scenarios for you. Does that sound like something you want to do? No, man, you know, I'm a... Yeah, man, you know, I don't want to do this, man. You know, I think I'm going to do what I got to do, man. And, uh... You know, and uh, yeah, just let you know and uh, see what's going on. Going on, I gotta take care of this business, man. But I gotta do. But you know, you you right, you right, you right, you right. Yeah, you right, you right. I should I should really clean up. You right, you right, you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave him a handshake and I walked away. And I know what I said didn't make any sense to him. I know what I said didn't make any sense to him. You know, but but the thing is, you gotta uh, just like everybody else, you just gotta think in terms of. The long term, what's going to happen with the decisions you make long term? Just think about that whenever you make any kind of decisions. How am I, how's, this, how's this going to work for me a year from now, two years from, from now, five years from now, 20 years from now? I'll stop making impulsive decisions because I know what it's like to make stupid impulsive decisions. And uh, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> now, this week, I just wanted to talk about that really quickly. Um, next week, I'm going to uh, after. I'm going to start doing uh, the going back to regular shows. This is just something I was thinking about this week that I wanted to share with you. Love to get your thoughts on that. Um, and that's it for this episode, my friends. This is episode number 360. Um, just like anything else, just like I, I wanted to say, I usually do a wacky closing and um, I usually have my music playing. But this is, this is a little bit more serious than I normally am on this podcast. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say thank you because you guys are cool as hell. I'm going to say goodbye. No music, no wacky accent. I'm just going to say goodbye. 
stop the recording and immediately begin writing next week's episode. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Take care.